Da 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 da. Good morning. Super Bowl Monday. Yes. Way to go, Chiefs. Now their coach can retire. Yeah. Yay, Chiefs. What was? Did you even see the commercials? Yeah. I didn't. I can't really say any were like grandioso for me. But you know, I, the ones that my favorite ones were the uh, anti-gun ones. The how dangerous and scary guns were. Well, I didn't see those ones. Favorite ones. You saw some of those. Yeah, predominantly black women. There was two commercials. Okay. That were uh, saying how sad gun violence was, and that how there's 2,900 kids that die every year. From gun violence or something. What about adults? Do adult lives well, not matter? You know, it's just funny because those numbers are very askewed. A lot of those are suicide. A lot of them are other things. Well, if by it, gun though. Yeah. I mean, is it yeah. still by? Granted. Uh, a weapon. If you're gonna commit suicide, a gun's not stopping you. It's not getting in the way of well, hanging yourself or anything else. And here's another thing: using a gun for suicide is extremely messy. Why? Why? Be courteous and. Hang yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That came off wrong. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Which leads to a topic that I was wanting to talk about. You know, the prices that people have to pay to be in a relationship oh, with you. that's right. That's right. You know, and the, one right. of the prices for shooting yourself is somebody has to clean that up. Yeah, that's a big... And that is true. It's like people sometimes don't realize the mess they leave for other people. It's like... But you, that's why it's like, you know, obviously mentally they're broken in you know yeah. some capacity. Yeah. So I don't know if they're quite, they might be just focused on like life's better without me, not, hey, life's better without me. And hey, let me leave you a gigantic mess to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to remember every part of me. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the part that used to think about you. <laughs> yeah. Not no more. It's on the wall. <laughs> And everywhere else. Um, well, yeah, this, I don't know. Um, it is an interesting thing. I don't know. But, yeah, suicide but, is interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, the, oh, you were talking. But anyway, let's finish yeah, yeah, our Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's go back to that's Super the Bowl. Topic yeah. of the day, but <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, so that was your fight. We won $150. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. We won. We bought. I don't know if anybody else does the squares, but I'm sure nobody some, ever does. No, so sure what nobody. they are is. <laughs> Uh, it's the most popular way of gambling on the Super Bowl, but so what it does is you buy squares, <laughs> and I guess there's numbers attached to them. And if it ends in the if the quarter ends in those if the score ends in the quarter in your numbers, you win. Uh, oh, you were really gonna explain it all. Hey, I just learned about it. <laughs> um, yeah, the Super Bowl is fun. Commercial wise, nah. Uh, halftime. Okay, here's my neat. other my other thing on the halftime show. So I thought it was great. Didn't think much of it. Didn't even maybe because I don't have little. I did. Even uh, you know, there was a nice close up of J Lo's crotch. You know, she's pointing at it. Oh, okay. You see that? Uh, so, <laughs> sliding on her knees with her hand on her crotch. Oh, you like that? Oh man. <laughs> anyways, so anyways, then I see on Facebook somebody had wrote. Just one, to be honest, but somebody had wrote in something like, I do not care to have my kids watch girl that these J-Lo and Shakira half naked shaking their asses on TV. And I thought, I didn't even, to me... Don't be jelly, bitch. Don't be <laughs> yeah. jelly, bitch. 
first off, J Lo, I don't even, I don't, I, I don't know if she's aging. I don't know what's going on. If she has Benjamin Button, I don't know if she has that disease or not because she looks amazing. But anyways, but to me, I look at their outfits as much as there was little there. It's still a bodysuit. I mean, that wasn't real body to me. Like, take off the bo- take off the sheer. Maybe really paint those on. Don't even wear clothes. Just paint on your outfit. Sorry. Oh, that was probably you, anyways. I I have it on. Do not disturb. But uh, um, but to me, that just doesn't seem like people hate listening to a podcast with you because of that. <laughs> just it me. happens once a week. I guarantee you, those people once that, a week. There's. I guarantee that there's people that listen to this podcast and wish they could mute your site out and just listen to me. Doubt it. I'm sure there's people that listen to this podcast when they hear that sound, they look at their phone and see there's a notification. Who is that? Oh, yeah. Um, Allie's stupid idiot. um, But but there was also another person that commented uh, about pole dancing and how. This is not a stripper oh, I guess thing. There was a few. If you've been to see Cirque Soleil, you pay to see someone on a pole. But Cirque Soleil isn't even a stripper show. It wasn't a stripper show last night. But I know. she was talking about how people were offended. At I know, a but pole that, dance. so anyways, yeah, that blew my mind because even when she was on the pole, I, yeah. I didn't think of pole dancing. I don't. Here's the thing. I thought, pole man, crunch those thighs. <laughs> here's the thing. Pole dancing now. If you don't realize that there's a huge group that compete okay well let's 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 put that group into a marginal size of how sure there is a group (laughs) there's a huge (laughs) if bii can have over 120,000 followers guarantee there's 120,000 pole dancers that's a huge group that's a huge group i would like to see a pole dancing convention i'll send you to one it'll be there'll be like 50,000 okay, people Okay, first there. off, we should learn some pole dancing. Go to a convention and do a couple's uh, routine. Because there is such thing. I'm just going to wear a thong with an elephant trunk. No, this isn't. Once again, it's not sexual. It's that a is a sexual. That's oh. my costume. Okay. And we'll do Lion King. It. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go out the Lion King. Ah, oh, Savannah! <laughs> 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 Oh my god, you're disgusting. <laughs> um, I think it would be good though. It would move hearts around the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love story. <laughs> uh, there was that one strip club that we went to, and it was a guy girl one, and it was like a love story. Do you remember that? I don't remember the storyline. I, I, I forgot the story. But I just remember the body roll he did on top of her. But that's, I don't remember the love How story. How lovely. It was. Oh, it was man. a lovely body roll. Oh. I just remember. Mm, that's a lovely body roll. What a love story. <laughs> Real Romeo and Juliet there. And he had like strings that wrapped all the way down his legs. You know um, what I mean? Like no. he had red shorts on, but then a piece of fabric that wrapped all the way down his legs, like you a candy cane. It. Yeah, it was my first love story. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> Dude, those were dirty. Those were those strip clothes, and they were like in strip malls. Like they're <laughs> barely this wide, so the stage is here. You can only walk here. Those were so <laughs> dirty. Those, so, when I went to those script clubs, it really boosted my confidence of like, 
anybody can be a stripper. They had all sorts of women in there, man. Oh, yeah. I was like, freshly mommed ones. <laughs> like, it was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a sight. Yeah, now. But anyways, yeah, I was just surprised that some people were offended by their at their show because to me, a it's Latin culture, like where they a lot of hip dancing. A lot of, like, that's showing off your skills of a dancer. I feel like the Latin culture... I thought you were going to say it's showing off your skills to mating. (laughs) Sure. No, at the halftime show. But I just feel like it wasn't... No. I didn't think it was disgraceful or distasteful by any means. It's called entertainment. Yeah. And I'm sorry that wasn't the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. So, somebody... So, okay, they're like, I just don't want my kids seeing that. It's like, okay, but, like, I always think of, like, what's the conversation then that they're scared to have, like, well, listen. Well, hey, if you don't want your kids to watch that, I'm sure your kids are on TikTok. No, they're, we're talking eight and under. And there's a lot of people that don't have their kids on TikTok. Or you know what's crazy phone. is a kid eight and under would never know the difference except for people that tell them that there's a difference or that that's what's going on. Yeah, kids get stickers all the time and post them off of their body. You think they think that they're being risque? They're all, look at me, be sexy <laughs> just putting because i mean or my kids that markered literally every part of their body parts peeps butts i know I, they weren't trying to body you know, it's paint because so there's so many people or or um it's funny okay okay here let me see let me put this into context actual words <laughs> um put this in a sentence it's funny or it's interesting to watch adults teach their kids offensivenesses uh, to be offended at things or to be uh, uh, bothered by things whether okay. it be a scantily cut woman whether it be someone that's strung out on drugs whether it be uh, uh, a girl in a bikini on a sign or even acting loud in a restaurant some yep. people would be like oh my gosh those people I can't are believe acting they're doing yeah um sexual things uh, oh, okay, yeah. sexual innuendos or, oh, or that's a that's that's inappropriate. It's interesting to watch people teach their kids where or how to be offended, and and then their kids kind of dictate their life like that. And it's so crazy that the parents are like, yeah, well, you need to teach that. But it's like, man, yeah. yeah, but that's just what offends you, and that's the things that you were taught. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why we. Keep, I think this podcast is getting us in trouble because we're divulging that <laughs> we're like, hey, there's. Uh, you're teaching your kid to be offended at things. There's, you shouldn't be offended at anything. Or drugs are okay. How is it getting us in trouble? Because all parents are probably like, don't hang out with the caches. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have no us, morals. Which brings us to our, our, our topic of the day, which is what are the prices that people pay to be in relationship with you? And that's a, Yeah, that's a big thing. That's a, that's a big thing because that requires one to look into themselves and say, hey, where, where do I... Where do I make people worship me or walk on water or or, or yeah, do, what's the do price? as I do? Uh-huh. But like, yeah, what's the price of being in a relationship? What's the shitty things? Uh-huh. Like, even though we all have great things and there's a lot of fun things. And there's, and there's great prices things. to pay. Yeah, there's good. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, it's worth the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is worth my money. But that kind of attitude ain't worth me, my money type uh-huh. deal. What and, shoulds do you have on people? You right. should be doing this so you can make me happy. Or you can do this so you can make me happy. What are the prices that people pay? When do you get upset at things and, and are like, you fuck, like, 
you, you're just upset for the day and you think that you have the fucking goddamn right to take it out on somebody else that's right. in close relationship to you. Right. For whatever fucking reason. Well, I would have to say, and that's like a, when we went to impact and stuff, obviously that's when my mind was open to a lot of accountability. And I think, you know, because they kind of talk about that kind of concept there of what is the price that people pay to be in a relationship with you. And that's kind of when I started opening my eyes to what my price is what for other people what do i expect out of people yeah. and if and i don't get it what do i how do i treat people or? and definitely just like you're saying definitely mine is that where um i mean fuck there i mean even now when i get to a, a, a weight that i don't like it really affects my psyche and like back in before impact that after i had all three of my kid our kids I was, you know, I never worked out. I never worked out even when I was pregnant. I wasn't, like, I was athletic when I was a teen, so I never had to. So anyways, stepping on the scale one day would change my whole, (laughs) you know, psyche for the whole day. And I would be pissed. And I would be taking it out on you. And I would just, you know, my feel, this is the way I feel, so everybody gets to just put up with it. And, uh. It isn't. That is interesting, and I think growing up has a lot to fucking do with it. Absolutely. Well, and growing up and growing up, and wanting to be aware of myself, right? Because so many times, or, or I, I meet so many people, and, and everybody's at different stages, and, and there's there are different areas of growth. But yeah, you know, there's no excuse to be like, well, this is just how I am. Deal with it. That is not that is not an excuse to act however you want, whenever you want, and I to think- just and just verbally and emotionally vomit all over people around you, or to treat people like shit. That's not an acceptable thing. Yeah, that. But but here's the truth of it. It's not only that it's not it's it's not that it's not acceptable because you can do that. It is acceptable. Yeah, sure. It will be accepted yeah. at some level in the sense of like. But that's where my my mind kind of changed where it was like, is that fair or do I like that price that I have to make you pay? And it it really hit me at that moment where here, all of my insecurities of what I felt about myself were all on you. Anytime that you call me beautiful or I looked good, it was always with an eye roll or always with a like, no, you don't. And then that bled into, well, you obviously think all of these other women are, are more prettier than me and more attractive than me. So then we'd be out and about hanging out with friends and suddenly I would turn and be like, oh, you fucking think she's hotter than me probably. Like nothing could have happened, but my psyche makes up this whole scenario. So then for the whole day we're fighting or I have to make it about the way you talk to her. Um, and so then we have to fight about that just so I can prove my point that you think she's more attractive than me. So I can be right about the way I feel about myself. <laughs> right. And and it just <laughs> struck me so bad that like how how unfair to you and to, especially to somebody I love and really care about, that's not fair. And I should be way more accepting of like and trusting that you do think I'm beautiful, that I am your only. And it's taken me a long time to even where we're getting at where we are now, even like with all the affairs and all the shit, it's really made me grow to be like, oh, you really do mean it. It's mm-hmm. been something that I've been fighting for eight years or whatever, however long. It was something I fought for so long 
that I didn't want to believe. Like I wanted to believe I'm fat, disgusting, and ugly because that's how I felt about myself and nobody else could think otherwise. Right. And I wouldn't allow it. It's the, that's the monologue yeah. going on in your head. Right. And so it's just, it was a, a huge price to be in relationship with me. And eventually I was like, I realized eventually you were going to get sick of paying that price. Cause that's a heavy price because it wasn't, it wasn't just once in a while at that point in my life. It was a constant because I just didn't like myself for a really long time. Probably the first time I felt like super confident was probably in Utah when I did start working out and I did start like changing and I got a job and I had more friends than just my infant children. Well, and, uh, um, but it just, just, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that, so I guess goes for you then. What do you feel like your prices are that people pay to be in a relationship with you? Mm. Or have, or just your experience, you know what I mean? I'm a, well, I'm a very my way or the highway. Like, no, this is how it is. Like, I have the best answer. I have everybody's answers. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) I have everybody's answers. I know all the right answers. And I'm just waiting for you guys to figure them out. But that's what I was going to say. This here's the, but this is where we've gotten now, which I think why it's working way better than it ever has, because it felt like this is just my experience, but it felt like for a long time you just like that comment. It, it's your way, their highway. This is right, and you're just wrong. Like you, my way's right, and you're just wrong. I mean, you don't mean it mean. You just think no, you're just wrong. Like. I know the right way. It's almost like a Mormon. <laughs> Very matter of fact. Like, no, it's true. I don't care what you say. That's fine that you disagree with it, but it's still true. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how you feel. Um, and then with my mental brokenness, you were very, and you tend to be sometimes still, because we obviously are always growing, but you tend to be very um, uncompassionate or cold to how I am because you're like, you're just psycho. You're that, that's not true. What you're saying is not true. That's fine that you're saying it, but it's just not true. So get over it. It's just kind of like, (laughs) there's no emotion involved. Not that you mean it like an asshole, but there is no emotion at all. And here I am extremely sensitive and emotional and you're giving no, you're like, no shits. Don't care. Don't care. So then I become more untrusting of you and it just was a real big battle. I think definitely you have softened a lot when I'm like, hey, I really am feeling this way and you're not being very sensitive. And I definitely feel like you've respected my my feelings a lot more now than you ever have. Because before you'd be like, I'm not gonna call it to your emotions. And it's like, hey, I'm just asking for you to be like, just remind me. Like, it's really not that big I still of a don't, deal. I still don't. You still don't. I still don't cut off your emotions. I just, I'm just kidding. But, but I'm just I don't kidding. think you're kidding. That's the thing. Is like I really don't think you're kidding because I think that you authentically you have this mind barrier that you think you're doing a disservice by coddling somebody's emotions, and but you don't think you have emotions. Like I don't. Just because you don't react like other people react, it's like no, but this is right. That's where it still comes in. You just think emotions are 
something that shouldn't give any attention to. But emotions are in a lot of different directions. You're just talking about the one direction of being maybe bothered or upset. You don't see yours like that. When you're bothered or upset, it's like, well, I'm justified in it because this person, this person, this person, they're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's just you're hard to get around to the subject of it because you're never wrong. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. But also, what are, you know, what are the prices that my kids have to pay to be in a relationship with me? And what, and what, um, you know, because there's, I think there's a lot, there's a lot less prices now than there used to be for my kids. Sure. But like, just just their engagement in life and you know i know that i still freak out or there's times that it's just like fucking motherfucker but for the most part i feel like i mean our kids get to be honest and open and you know i don't know what i i have i have prices i mean i have i don't want them to act like dumbasses sometimes they annoy the fuck out of me yeah but yeah i mean there's tons i see lots of people with their kids, and I'm just like, holy cow, that's a big price to pay. Not only that, but this, that's fine, I guess, yeah. I mean, we all have prices paid for sure. But to me, I'm just like, discipline is just not my strong point. And I think me and you just kind of come from backgrounds where, like, we were disciplined a lot in our own ways or whatever. Um, And it didn't change shit. No. You know what I mean? And so I think that's why we try to do it differently, too, because it's like that spanking, I still fucking went and did the same shit after the spanking. I didn't get spanked. I'm more talking about you. Lecture. Or being grounded. I mean, me being grounded meant I just snuck my boyfriend into my room rather than me yeah. snuck out of my house, well, you know? And even, oh, like, uh, I mean, the, the the inability of, like, being disciplined and and like sitting and being like, hey, what happened? What's going on? Instead of just getting disciplined. Or- well, here's a difference. Okay, so my kid's not doing great in school. You have a distraction. Then there's some distractions that are happening. Um, let's let's think about it it's logically because me disciplining her and being like, well, you're grounded and uh, everything's taken away. So she has no enjoyment. She has no outlet. She has nothing to, I don't know, to enjoy life with. That you're stripped from all of it, and you're you're supposed to perform highly. Well, and 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 in retrospect, years down the road, how are we teaching her to to go to work to to make money? In what way, shape, or form does it benefit her to take everything away? Right. Why, what, what? What? Where in life does that ever happen? Where in life does that ever going to happen to you again? Yep. You, I, we have to teach her in this moment. This is you have to if you want to do this, this, and this. Yep. These are the things that you have to do, and you're going to have distractions. Yep. But let's learn to work with them instead yep. of taking them away from you, and then you're disciplined into it, and then you're bored. Then you're yep. like, it doesn't. It, that's not a. That's not a positive and, outlet. And for, it's fine if you, we both come up to this, and and you have to have a conclusion. You have to have a resolution. You have to have a solution. I mean, to the problem where. It's it's like, okay, both of us need to brainstorm or she needs to learn how to brainstorm of what the best solution is. Uh-huh. If that is, hey, mom and dad, will you turn off my phone? 
well, from yeah, these hours. What can we do to assist Let, you in this? Let's do that. Or, hey, can I keep my phone with you? But I need it to be just as much her idea uh-huh. as it is my idea because well, it's not, if, it's if not she's not discipline. on board, yeah, if she's not on board, then it, like I said, it won't fucking matter what the fuck I no. do. I can take everything away from her and she could do her homework and get straight A's and still be getting high in the bathrooms. Yep. You know what I mean? I, you know, and going and ditching with friends and not going to school, whatever. I mean, that's the truth though, because at the end of the day, like you said, it has to be her idea. And, and, and we have to be working as a team. We're yeah. on the same page. Even when we were talking to Paige about ditching and stuff like that, it was, it was like, Hey, what are your goals? What, you know, these are things that are going to get in the way. And if you don't have X, Y, and Z done, there's no makeup. There's right. no, well, there's no, I, there's no coming back. It's yeah. a permanent decision. You won't be playing softball on this team yep. for the hot, for the summer. You'll be stuck. You, you can work here. Lo- you can play in the local tournaments and you can get a job. I mean, yeah. it's pretty simple. Well, and, and like we we're saying, what are the prices that you, that you pay to be in, re- in relationship, even friends wise, what's the price that you're going to pay with, with some of your friends. And I, and when we were talking to Paige, it's like, listen, you're going to meet a variety of people that you authentically enjoy being around. There's people in my life that are enjoyable to be around and they are hardworking. They are dedicated to their work. They're there every day. I don't ever party with them or anything like that, but they're just really good people. And they are on this side of the spectrum of successful, I guess, you know, whatever. And then there's other people that are kind of, you know, still living life as a hippie and don't have a job and kind of maybe more like who gives a fuck and they do love to party and they are hilarious and it is fun and that's fine. I still like all, all these different types of people. It's just who am, where do I want to be on this spectrum? Where do Mm -hmm. I want to be on this and how am I going to get there? And what prices do I have to pay in some of these relationships that I won't be able to get there? So if I party with Bill and that's all Bill likes to do is party, I'm slowly going to only be like Bill. And so it's like, or do you want to be like Bob that gets to go on vacations and still parties, but he parties uh, two days, yeah. two weeks in the year hard in Barbados. Party, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but so it's also, like, where do you want to be on yeah. the scale? It's, there's no judgment because Bill, Bill, the partier still is happy, probably living life. But uh, so, yeah, with Paige, you know, hey, these friends are ditching every day that and and hey what what kind of grace are your friends have not good ones yeah what yeah. what are their after school activities what are they engaged in in their life what are they going to do this summer what are where are, are they, they at? yeah do they have and any it's crazy yeah. you know it's crazy to see that you know some of her friends come from broken homes um separated homes divorces and it's it's interesting to watch how many children now like now that my kids have friends how many of their kids are lost in the shuffle of divorce and how many yeah. kids are left behind or just kind of under attention because their parents are off finding new love or they're doing this. Well, or not only like, that, I think it's just the reality of being like you're saying shuffled because like it, when you have a kid that spends time in two different homes, it's easy to be like, Oh, is she on your watch? Kate? She's not on my watch. And so, you know, you kind of just turn it off. You don't have to worry about where they are because, you know, they're with their mom. But who knows if the mom knows where she's doing. Who knows how tentative the mom is, too. So it's just hard because when you have two parents that are living in two different households, thinking that the kid is 
Oh, the, yeah. You know, it's just hard. It is, like you're saying, it's lost Especially in the it, shuffle. You both got jobs. You both have things. Yeah, what you both have, lives and whatever. But, so, you know, and, it, and and like we talked about, you know, I know the, there's always kids that cruise around, drive around in a car full and, I'm, and just hanging out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I grew up with those kids and there's always yeah. kids like that everywhere. And, and, not, that it's, is, and not that it's a big deal. And it's not that some of those kids didn't turn out great still. And it's not and that some, they're not doing yeah. great things. I mean, some of those kids. And that like, they're not good kids. And I, that's the thing. It's like, that's what I was trying to tell Paige. I, it's not that I don't like those friends. I do like those friends. Yeah. You guys I just probably just like, have different goals. Yeah. But I, A, I just don't like that you have to lie when yeah. you're with those friends. Uh-huh. And that's what I don't like because I don't want you to lie ever because it doesn't do us any good. It doesn't do our relationship any good. And it doesn't do your safety any good. So, but I do like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I had friends that did the same things that turned out to be great people still are good people. And, and they were probably smarter than me, so they could I mean, afford this it. Doesn't, uh, yeah. And this has nothing to do with anybody being a, like, it's just like, you know, what are you wanting to hang out for the rest of your, like for high school or you want to do sports during Here's high school and truth. do things like that? We all have friends that we outgrow Yeah, and and it's fine to enjoy. And that's why I told Paige, I said, the sooner you realize that everybody has a different path, everybody has different goals, everybody has. So you have to work on yours are number one. And then everybody else gets to support yeah. your goal. Well, not so much that you outgrow them, your, your friends or their goal or whatever, but you just, life changes. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you, it's not that you're better than, or you've outgrown them. It's just, you've grown in, apart. You've grown in different directions. And it's not that, that they're like, Oh, I need to get away from them. It's just about changing the circle of friends. But you know, also what are the prices that we pay to be in relationships with ourselves? Yeah. What's yeah. that narrative look like? What, it, what, how do we treat ourselves? Do we, do we build ourselves up? Or, or is there that nagging word in the back of our heads that's like, mm, you're not good enough? I would enough. say I'm definitely not a builder-upper of myself. I'm a pretty good, like, like there's things I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty good at that. And then it's like, yeah, but you're ugly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, you, do you feel like that? Do you ever feel like you're ugly? No, I don't <laughs> think about it. Why is that? Like, this is funny. Maybe, you know, I'm pretty sure it's society's... Uh, image of women that has been pushed on me. Yeah, that's probably it. I bet it is. <laughs> I'm. Sh- I that the halftime show last night should have really made you feel like <laughs> shit. You're not even fifty. Uh, yeah, and I'm not even fifty, and I look like I'm ninety-five. Oh, I don't know. That's what I just like I said. I'm still motherfucking growing up. Yeah, I know. You know what? And that's the motherfucking truth right there too. Any you adults out there? How you you fucking think you know better than your kids? Like you're still a kid, you're oh, still yeah. fucking a child, you're still growing up your motherfucking self, and you want to think that you've got it figured out enough to tell a kid how to live their life? Wake up! There's I, no fucking way. I have adults that try to tell me how to be a grown up, and I'm like, go wipe your own ass. <laughs> like fucking, that blows my mind that people think that they know that they have life figured out enough to give someone else advice. Yeah, and and then. To be like, hey, and then to, to just ignorantly impose things on children that they think will benefit the rest of their lives when it's like, would you have liked that as a kid? What if someone did that to you now? 
You're, yeah. you're, you're not much different than you were when you're 18 years old. You still have the, like you're there's, there's, I speaking from my own personal self here, but I'm like, yeah, I, the only difference between me at now and me at 18 is I've got a little bit more wisdom and I've done, I've, I've had to experience all those things to learn to where I am today, to know what I know so that I can coach my kids so that I can get, kind of be like, Hey, let me coach you. But for me to tell my kids that I've got life figured out and that, hey, this is the best way to do it. No, I'm just here to coach and work with them so to kind of guide them like a like a herd of chickens. And uh, and that's all it is. Yeah. I mean, but but fuck, I, there's so many parents that that want to tell their kids that they've got it figured out. I used to think my parents had it figured out. And I come and come to realize, I'm like, wow, you guys didn't have fucking shit figured out. <laughs> yeah, none of us no. do. Uh-uh. And that's the thing is like, I, and, that's, and that's like with Paige, it's like the faster you realize nobody's got it figured out. It's like once you Teachers, take, principals, yeah, like I don't care who you are. Once you take yourself out of the equation, kind of look at it from a you know third party, it's like, oh, this is just all a fucking game and it really doesn't fucking matter. I give my parents too much credit. I give my I gave I gave teachers and adults way too much credit as a kid as to knowing like, oh, you've got it figured out. No, you don't. You have a little bit more wisdom, but other than that, you don't have things figured out. You have your opinion. Sure. Yeah, you have your opinion for sure. But also, yeah, I just and I was granted our kids are definitely they get scared to get in trouble, but I think it's hella important to be able to talk to adults and to talk uh-huh. through situations and still hold your opinion as a child in a logical sense. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like it's important for kids to feel like they have a voice. Yeah. You know, and because what their opinion matters. And I mean, we have to step away from, I mean... If we don't give them a choice now, when will they feel okay to have a choice? Well, and that's the thing. It's like you almost have to... Like you're saying, you have to break out of your belief system of your underneath your parents because it's so uh-huh. hammered uh-huh. into them what they what you're like you're saying what they get offended at what they think is the right way to live. But I mean, here we are saying that, and like you're saying, the price people have to pay to be with you is that you're there is one way. You know what I mean? Like, well, so and it's even, just but, but it, once they, it's a battle. Hey, I mean, if if once they so if you don't they don't have a choice growing up. They either get given a choice or they have to take it. And yeah. them taking their choice is a lot more abrupt than them given, getting given their choice. You know, because yeah. when they take their choice, they're not, they don't, like, it is a very, like, I'm taking it. This is my choice. Yeah, I'm well, taking it. Instead of you almost have to get to a point where it is, like, uh, just changing. Like, if you, like leaving religion or something, taking your choice or whatever like that. The reason it's so abrupt, it's just because like you almost just have this realization where you're like, fuck, I have a choice. Well, I'm going to make a choice then. Like, I didn't know I really had a choice. And that's even for my own kids. They, they do have choices and I'm curious to see what they do when they realize, fuck, I really do have a choice. Like, Uh I don't, I don't know if they feel that way now, but it's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And that's why even like with Paige, it's like, Hey, Paige, at the end of the day, when I drop you off at school, obviously, I don't know what the fuck you do. I, 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 even if I drop you off at a friend's house, I don't want to be the parent that's like, ooh, let me make sure, whatever. You're, she's at an age now where I need her to be smart enough to, to read a situation. This isn't a great place yeah. for me to be. I'm going to leave right now. I need. She's just adult. I can't be by your side every 
waking like, moment. Like we talked about, like I, you are, I'm, we're just raising little adults. Yeah. They're, we're, they're just little adults. And, and the fast, the more things that we can teach them in the safe environment of my home, the more lessons that they can learn about life right now when it's safe to screw up or it's safe to do these things so much easier when in their twenties and then going into their thirties without having to figure out the safe, like figure out all these lessons when it's all or none, when they've got everything to lose, it's a lot easier to learn lessons when your nuts aren't up for the cutting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? That, and this still don't mean shit because they still haven't even no. hit life. And no. even like with pages, you know, whatever ditching and, and now she has this little boy that she's liking and like, I just have been watching her. Like she's, she's there. She's at this now age where I have to trust that she's got a good head on her shoulders. And that like, even now, like we're, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but our conversations have to change a little bit. How do you respect (laughs) yourself? Uh, just, sexually as shit oh yeah and yeah and some of her friends are super sexual they might be listening to this so shout out (laughs) (laughs) yeah but and and there's nothing wrong with that that's the thing is once again i've been there i've had friends that were super sexually charged i was a sexual one yeah no i i mean i was but i was more like let's be married like be my boyfriend forever hey hey what are you doing you want to do me a favor Oh my sick give me, ass! Give me a hand job, like gross. <laughs> yeah. Track, track. There's lots of time sitting around under blankets. Oh my god! See, and my, thankfully Paige has more my opinion on sex. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, that's such a great opinion. <laughs> it's really healthy. It, makes it is. But that's the thing is, even even you know, if you're a sexually charged child or whatever like that. Once again, it's okay to be like that. You just got to learn your boundaries of life. That's yeah. the whole be goal. Be safe. Put yourself in safe yeah. situations. Be safe. Don't put yourself in a situation. In the, and hey, you might saying shit like that might get you in trouble. You might say it to the wrong person that might say, if you're saying, hey, give me a hand job," and you're saying it to Molly Mormon or whatever, and she's like, oh my gosh, that just... Uh, you just violated me. She goes and says, he made me give him a hand job after she feels real bad about it. Right. You know, you just, you're putting yourself, be aware of what the fuck's going on around you. You don't get to just be free willy nilly because it might just come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. And that's where it's just life and it's okay to be however the fuck you want to be, but there's just boundaries in life and there's, personal boundaries there's social boundaries i mean you just there's a lot to learn the the faster you learn you can be who the fuck you want to be and respect other people fuck you got it made and respect your own goals like still and you know there's so many people in my life that hey let's go hang out let's no i can't i gotta go work i gotta go do this i gotta go do that and i'm like uh sucks but then they've always got money or they're about they're they're achieving their goals or they're doing things that are like getting them places and so you know there is always time there's time there's enough time for everything and that's what i really work on teaching our kids is you know there's enough time to do your homework and to play and and to do this and to do that yeah you can have it all that's why i always tell my kids like you literally can have it all you just have to put everything in its own compartment you know you give it a slot 
it's just like, you know, you put in, you give time to it. Like even going to the gym, people that want to be in shape, it's like, you got time. Uh-huh. You Everybody's got time. You just got to put it in a slot. Okay, this time when I'm, instead of playing video games or when I'm at home drinking a beer or when I'm whatever, yeah. fixing my car, 30 minutes of it is I'm going to be, when I'm, I'm going to go on a run or whatever that, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, you know, there's, there's, and there's lots of, there's so many different avenues. There's so many different angles. Um, and one of the biggest things is, is just becoming aware of oneself, of, of being aware of how we feel, what we act like, acknowledging our thoughts, acknowledging Dude. how, what we're upset about. Like, cause like I used to like, Hey, I get that you're upset, but you're, you're just wanting to be upset because I, Hey, you're upset about the way I, I, I sneezed over here or whatever. And then now you're upset about the way I'm coughing. Now you're upset about the way that I closed this door. And I'm like, fine. It's like, Dude, you're not, you're not upset the way I closed the door, but you're upset about something and you're making it about all these other little yeah. things that are triggering. Yeah. But at the end of the day, ultimately, what is the bottom line upsetness? What am I, I most think, bothered about? Right. But I think what feels good as in a partnership is when like, when you would say, or like, when you authentically care of why I'm upset, like, hey, is there something else going on? Are you having a bad day? Do you want to talk about it? It doesn't have to make sense to you. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And I think that's where you've gotten better at this. At some, Sometimes you get better at it, and then sometimes you're not so good at it because you don't. You're not empathetic, which is <laughs> odd because you're, I don't know. Anyways, you're just a ball of, you go to your own beat of your own drum for sure. Well, but, then sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're Allie. super annoyed, and you don't want to hear anything about it. But it doesn't help me. It just makes me go even more into my own despair. So it's like I do appreciate it. Yeah, because 99% when you of care. the time I, I do care. And then there's that oh 1% God. that you remember. You just think you're amazing. <laughs> and see, that's where you are delusional. Like, you think you're amazing, and it makes you delusional. But what's annoying is like... But see, you're, you're, only, you're only bothered like once every six months now. And so it's so few and far between that every time you do get upset, yeah, I'm like, oh my God. And so you're like, every time I'm upset, I'm like, yeah, because you're never upset. Oh, that's really cute of you. I don't know if you really believe that. Every six months you think I'm upset? That's twice a year. Yeah. You think I'm only upset twice, twice a, a year? year. No, well, growing up has helped me out, like maturing a lot in my emotions and my logical thinking I will have to say that has changed a lot for me because you you have brought in a lot of logic to my life like does that make sense Ellie does it make sense that you get to stand on a scale be pissed (laughs) you know what I mean like and then everybody you're angry at everybody or and even like even we were talking about the leader and the boss one it's the same thing I still do the same things like where my house is a mess it's like it's yeah. de- it's cluttered and I just I just start bitching at everybody and it's like it still doesn't get it done I mean does that make sense Ellie is that getting what you want across what am what am what what's the end goal here just for everybody to be mad at me because I just bitched them all to clean yeah. my house my mom was a horrible boss I mean that's what growing up she was a boss I don't hey get out here let's pull weeds come on I mean I, I don't remember doing much chores growing up yeah we had gardens and shit but yeah I hated working for my parents. And my mom was always like, well, how are you going to work for someone else if you can't work for me? 
Sure, I'm not working for you. That's for damn yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not going to work for you because you suck at work you for. But you know what? I think your own kids, is, it is just so different. Like even uh, practice it. Like I laugh when other parents discipline their kids or they get mad at their kids because it's just easier to get mad at your own kid. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and so the coach the other day, his, his daughter was just messing up in the outfield. He's like, get off the field. If you can't get it, get off the field. You're not dedicated enough. You're not dedicated enough or so that it's like, he would never say that to any of the other girls, you know? And so I just crack up like, oh, poor daughters, <laughs> you know? Man, our neighborhood patrol is in full effect. Yeah, I wonder what the patrol does. Like, okay, so say they see something going down, they call the cops. It's already done by the top the cops get there. I like the one in the blue charger yeah, that the... has the lights flashing. <laughs> hey, I'm neighborhood watch. Blue lights, blah, 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 blah. strobe lights rolling down the road. He's We're all, all, it's all everybody fancy. has seizures in my house when he comes by. <laughs> oh, but hey, good on them. I don't even know how you become one of those. Well, you just buy a magnet. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, um, but yes, just looking at ourselves. It's just, it's a journey. And I think... Just start looking up your damn self. Holy cow! I mean, there's so much to work on, and people want to and people want to fix society and change society with regulations or laws or this or that, and they're unwilling to look at themselves. They think the problem is outside of themselves. They think the problem is the government, or they think the problem. Granted, I there is issues with the government. <laughs> hey, but but there's so many people that are so quick to point a finger as and and forget that there's three pointing back at them, and that then there's a reason for that. Yeah. And look at that. You point at someone, you got three pointing back at you. Maybe you need to take a look at yourself. But fixing society, you can't fix society until we fix ourselves. And until we look at ourselves, um, you know, shootings, people with anger, people with issues like that. All of those are lessons. All of those are our, our emotions of ourselves, not to that extreme, not to those depths, yeah. but still there's reasons and there's, there's problems. And it's a lot of it creating. is, uh-huh, it that's, is. What, that's the thing. It's like, this is our creating, like it just like, uh, I know I say Gary Vee all the time, but one of his videos, uh, he says something like, uh, the older generation loves to put down the millennials and how lazy they are and whatever. But yet these older generations are the one that raised the millenniums. Yeah. And it's like, exactly. It, like, you can't, you can't blame the millennials without blaming being parents. Yeah. And just how it goes. You can't, you can't, you can't sit here and point a finger and be like, oh, they. Yeah. And not point a finger at yourself and be like, we and yeah. I. Hey, my kids were the generation just as, like, just as much putting them in front of TVs, yep. phones, yep. all that kind of well, stuff. One, what can I do to be my part in that? What can what is right. what can I do to well, raise people in society? And then I was listening like to Joe Rogan's about parenting. This is probably an old clip on YouTube, but he was just like he was talking about these parents that were at a party and the parents are outside drinking and their it their child he was probably like nine or ten or something was like running around hitting everybody and just being like crazy off the wall and. The parents are outside drinking and not even paying attention. And I guess Joe's like, he's at a go over to him. I'm like, hey, your son is hitting people. And he's like, dude, he's not. He's like, he's a good kid, blah, blah. He's like, no, nah, I'm not saying that, but he's just a shithead. Like, get yeah. your shithead under control. But it's just like, we. he's like, but it's typical parenting of two uh, working parents 
that aren't in the home, that don't get any time, you know, that only take the time they can to see their friends and party and hang out, which is fine. But it's like, we're just all so fucking busy. Parents get busy. We live in a generation now where majority of parents yeah. both have a job outside yeah. of the home. Uh-huh. And it well, just gets hard. And, and there's always been, and I, I mean, I guess it's funny to think about, but like during the 50s and 60s where it's like, women were homemakers and stuff like that. And and I guess it's easy to look at that and be like, oh yeah, that was such a different time. But no, even then, I mean, I, I guess now more than ever, the women have careers or they can have careers yeah. more than a homeowner, a homemaker. And not all women want to be homemakers. No. And, and so a lot of children or a lot of people that are brought into homes, I mean, they're, they're Listen, brought into homes. That, there is a price to pay for everything. Absolutely. And, and that's like, even I, we were talking this morning about the price for having a career and children there's yeah. something's going to lack it's going it's going somebody's going to lack somewhere and it's just difficult but yet we've also made a society that has to take two incomes so it's yeah. like it's nobody's fault well, but uh, i'm just saying yes we've and created no. yes and yes no. Yes, yes and, and no. no. You, yeah. You can live off of one there's, income. Yeah, yeah there's That's plenty. Fine. Yes. Yes and no. Every, everything is within reason. Yeah. But uh you know, it is it is interesting because we want our kids we all want our kids to turn out well or we all want things, you know. And and sometimes, you know, people or there anybody can get so distracted with their own life and their own career that they miss these 18 years of a child's life which theirs. You'll have another 18 years again and again and again. Yeah. There's plenty of 18 years in life that why I mean, why take time. Take time with your children. Love them. I mean, fuck, there's nothing more important right now than taking care of them and, and making sure that well, they're, they're happy so, and successful. Yeah. And, and But it's so interesting because we're just – I am I feel like, okay, I'm just weird though because I want my kids to be confident. I want my kids to have be very self-confident in what they are, what they choose, to, right. to be able to stand up on their own two feet and, and, and be proud of who they are and, and – you know what I mean? Just trust themselves. I want my kids to trust themselves and trust their yeah. decisions. And I want them to be the biggest supporter in their corner. Well, and I want, yeah. And I like, even yesterday when Piper like freaked out because she couldn't go to her friend's house. Um, literally, I never, I never say no. Like if they want to go to a friend's house, I'll take you. It's fine. Like, that's great. I'd much rather you go and hang out with your friends and be home and whatever. But this time yesterday, it was like, hey, we're, let's just all go to the same place so we don't have to go all pick everybody up. Yeah. And, and spend all that time. Um, and she freaked out. But, like, talking to her afterwards, like, I want my kids, I want her to get, like, listen, look at this logically. Yeah. You're talking one time. This is a moment. It's not a big deal. It doesn't, just because the, the plans change doesn't mean you can't have fun in the new plans. Just because you yeah. don't like this scenario doesn't mean you can't make it a good scenario. Yeah, but we're, I mean, like this, you, you, life uh, is going to do this to you thousands lot. of times. Yeah. And thousands so like, of times. Don't give in to what you're missing out on. Give in to what you can create yeah. from this new situation. Yeah. And it's just like, I want my kids to understand that life is not going to go in the way that you want it to go so much. But it doesn't mean that it's not going to end up in the same direction. Well, yeah. Like you, you can, you can always, flow with life and still make the goals that you're wanting. You can always to end. be happy in the moment. Yeah. And and yes, life always shows curves, curveballs. There's always going to be things that come up and change things. But but being present in the moment and letting go of expectations is a big one. Expectations are one of the biggest things. 
and ever. It's a it's a muscle. Like you have yeah. to, you have to build it. You have to exercise it. You have to keep practicing how to think logically or you get mixed up in your emotions. Then you think your emotions are logical and it's like a lot of times they're not. They're no. just reactions. Well, and that's even like our ads. Like, hey, don't get emotional about your ads. I mean, even life. Don't get that emotional about life. Yes, there's things to be emotional about. But, man, life, if, if things are disrupting my day or making me upset, why am I taking that so personally? Or what, what am I doing well, to make that? Well, and realizing that you just because you feel upset or it's like, man, I'm really bothered today. I'm just like, ugh, you know, whatever. It's more about acknowledging that your body is feeling a certain way, not that you are a certain way. Or, yeah. well, I'm just angry. That's I mean, I, I'm angry. It's like, no, I'm feeling at dis-ease at the moment. Like, I am just sad. Or, like, I'm sad because I really did want to go to my friend's house. Okay, um, is it a possibility that we can maybe go there later? You know, like, whatever. Well, one but, of, I know we've talked about but anxiety. That's one that's really thrown around right now, I feel like, in society. Anxiety. Like, oh, man, it makes me anxious to think about that. Or that makes me anxious. And I'm like, but also I'm like, hang on. But, or, or that gives me anxiety. You're giving so much energy to this. When it's like, hey, that anxiety feels just like nervousness. Nervousness does feel like anxiety. But... I feel like it's so easy to get swept away in the in in the anxiety and and buy into the fear of things instead of being like hey you know what excitement and fear feel exactly the same it's an excitement but yeah it's just about how what I tell myself about that feeling and and to practice that muscle to stretch it to grow to change what that feeling means to me right. because I've attached an emotion to that feeling instead of and now I have to retrain the way that I'm programmed the way that I think every time I get this feeling it's like Oh, I'm anxious. Oh, no, wait. No, this is excitement. I'm excited. This is exciting. This is fun. Let's yeah, go I'm do this. Yeah, I'm nervous. Like, I, it could go a lot of different directions, but I'm still excited yeah, to see what happens, but, you know. But, man, it's step. so – and it's so easy now because it's popular to be anxious because people have – there's all this medication and we see it on the news well, and we see all these – the cry closets when presidents get elected. I mean – the, how the country is going to be in shams. But at the end of the day, it's like these are the emotions. This is society. And, and you don't have to be the way society is. You don't have to feel that way. And once you start feeling that way, it's you can tie a different emotion to it to where you do like, oh, wow, I'm excited. Instead right. of anxious, I'm excited. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just all programming and we all get programmed in different ways. And I just want my kids to realize that they have choices early in life yeah. because it's taken us a long time to realize and to realize like, oh, my choices have effects and consequences and or, you know, rewards. And it's just about dancing with life. There is no but right way to do that, this. Uh, the individual that you know that their daughter is extremely anxious and all these things and, and oh. throwing up. And I'm like, man, that's crazy because... I wonder what tools the parents have to combat those feelings or yeah. to like work on those yeah, feelings. Yeah, I don't know. And like do and I've never people seen lack a lot scale. of tools. People yeah. don't know that they can be different. People don't know that they can choose their emotions. Yeah. They they think that that programming is who they are and how they are and or that that's they their have written, to be like that. Yeah, they think know? that's their written script and and yes it might take 5 years. Yeah. But if you start practicing a different thing it will change. Dude, it's on Do you. Not Disturb. That was you. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Love you guys. Yeah. Hey, we're all programs. We're all computers. 
at any moment we can start to rewrite programming and rewrite scripts and it starts with thought it starts with a thought it starts with an emotion it starts with the like hey i want to be different and practice when that comes up oh yeah i'm gonna do this this is what i'm choosing to tell myself about that that's cool yep but deep deep thoughts about tyler and (laughs) ali and the prices that one pays to be in relationship with us yeah Hey guys, have a good Monday! Happy Monday! Bye! Bye! Bye.